I'm Vince Roca. Did he say Venti Mocha? And I'm Michael Hutchinson. One of these days, you're going to get hurt, and that'll be just as funny. It is funny every time. It makes me giggle. (laughs) See, that's not as funny. Michael's going. That just isn't as funny, is it? Somewhere in here. Oh, my God. It's broken, bro. Nothing we can do about it. No. Nothing we can do about it, bro. How's things? Uh, Everything's going pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, Life is okay. Life is bueno. You're taking off to Hawaii, so it can't be that bad. Uh, yeah, Thanksgiving week. I'm in uh, on the island of Kauai. Ooh. Apparently, that's how you pronounce it. I always thought it was Kauai, but uh, that's what I thought too. I thought it was Kauai. Yeah, a friend of mine said, "Well, it's not Hawaii. <laughs> There's the I at the end. It's Hawaii." So There's two eyes at the end, though. Oh shit! You fucked me up. In Kauai, there's only one eye. That's true. So Kauai. E is it Hawaii <laughs> or Kauai? I don't know. Now, now I got to go back to her and say that I didn't even. Think is she Hawaiian? That. No, no, no. She well, is, then how would she know? She is uh, Ohioan, <laughs> Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati. So she doesn't know anyway. Oh, what do you call Ohio? Ohio's Ohioans? Ohio's? Ohio, I don't know. That's a good question. What are you when you're from Ohio? Ohio. I'm a Californian. There's Midwestern, I guess. That way it just encompasses everything through there. Every, yeah, but you're, everybody says Midwestern, and like Midwestern is everything that isn't California or New York, right? That's right. <laughs> so everything that doesn't matter. <laughs> or Texans, because, well, they're uh, just Texans. I even consider like Oregon and Washington to be the Midwest because it's completely useless to me. <laughs> it's, it's totally like, different. Yeah. Need, that's that's what, true. What do I need those places for? <laughs> you know, I guess the Midwest starts just outside of Las Vegas. Yeah. Because Las Vegas is somewhat important to California, even though I don't like Vegas much, but it's definitely an extension. I think of it's, it's from California. like the Colorado River on. No, come on. There's definitely a Midwest mentality this side of the Colorado River. It would be, well, like, yeah, I guess, because you do have, like you said, Oregon and Washington. Yeah. They're it most- would be California plus Vegas. You know what? Fucks Northern California. It would really just be Southern California plus Vegas <laughs> and then Manhattan. Because even a lot of New York is completely useless. That's true. It's all, you know, I mean, it's beautiful, but so what? It's not Manhattan. No, it's not Manhattan. So it's Manhattan to SoCal and uh, And everybody else. And Vegas is just an extension of SoCal. Because if they legalize gambling in California, there wouldn't be a Vegas. I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. I Who think. the fuck would want to go to it in the middle of July to 120 degree dry heat to Campbell? No, you would come to California. Why do you go to Vegas? Do you go just to, to gamble? Because you can gamble in California now. Well, yeah, but it's not the same. It's still not the same. And it wouldn't be the same if you built a, a bunch of casinos. Unless you had like, did. unless you had a strip like Vegas has. Which is, I think, what the Maloose brothers cheap. were planning on with the Palms Part 2 in, in Palm Springs. That, that was what they were thinking, that that strip could be a bunch of casinos. Yeah, well, it didn't that, work that, out. Just, because when the Maloofs built when the Maloofs built that MGM and Harrah's and someone else had plans to build casinos and then something happened the the California got involved and quashed it something happened and stopped it but there was going to be an MGM Grand right there and then Harrah's it still and, wouldn't be the same it's not the, unless, I think it was Vegas that quashed I mean look at Atlantic City have you ever been to Atlantic City um, well, no, but that's Vegas for people in New York. That's where they it's go. It's not Vegas at all. It's it's totally different. Is it like Vegas? Yes. Is there still Caesars and all 
that you, know, you got Trump Tower, but you people Harris, from, you have all that. It's not even close to being like Vegas. People from New York, New Jersey, they drive into Atlanta. Yeah, they City, go there, like but but they Vegas. also come to Vegas because Vegas is way different than any other place on earth. Even though Atlantic City is close, they come to Vegas. I think if you go to Las Vegas and took a survey of the um, how many Californians, the population of Californians in Vegas, and then you went to Atlantic City and took a survey of the population of New Yorkers and New Jerseyans in Atlantic City, you would see that it's probably about the same. That is their Vegas. Atlantic City. But they still go but to I Vegas. Agree. Like, we don't go. I'm like, if, all right, I'm going to go to Atlantic City. Right. Well, no, there's no, no way. But people out there are going to go, I'm going to go to Vegas. If you are coming from Japan or Switzerland or, you know, something like that, you're coming to Las Vegas. You're not yeah, and California would not be the same, no matter what. It would not be the same. But It's just the whole atmosphere that Vegas has. Uh, but I, I went to Utah and stayed at a uh, this dude ranch in the middle of fucking nowhere. And there were people from outside of the country visiting and you go, why the fuck would anybody come here? But in a brochure, when presented correctly, you see all those rock formations. You think you're, you know, when you're flying to America and you're well, people from other lands, like think the cowboys, you know, I want to be the Western cowboy. Sure. So they want to go to the dude ranch and experience all that. Sure. But I mean, you could easily take a place like Palmdale make it look good in a brochure and get people to fly from other countries to Palmdale. I mean, you need something more than, <laughs> than Palmdale and meth labs, but and Walmarts. Uh, yeah. You know, Jet Hawk stadium and <laughs> visit Jet Hawk stadium. Yeah. I guess that's about it. So Palmdale needs a couple of more things to look really good on a brochure, yeah. but you know what I'm saying here. But it, uh, if the, if California did, if Los Angeles did a strip, it would not be like Vegas. You people would still go off to Vegas because it's not the same. I don't know. We'll never know. No, we won't because it'll never happen. But yeah. it would. It's it's a whole atmosphere that Vegas. I think it has. would destroy all Vegas. the shows, and I don't think it would hurt at all. Um, you, I don't think you get enough people. We have enough casinos when, out here now. That, when we, is it hurt in Vegas? When we had the billiard convention, its numbers were record highs in uh, California and in Vegas because people want to come to California and Vegas. Who wants to go to? Billings, now, Montana for a convention. Now this here's the interesting in part winter. When the convention was in California, most of the uh game room owners that came from all over the world didn't like it because when it was coming to California, then the entire family wanted to come because the the wife and the kids Disneyland. All exactly. <laughs> Disneyland, Hollywood, all the theme parks and all of that. So the business owners were like, This is fucking bullshit. I gotta drag the entire family along. When it was in Vegas though, they had none of that. The family didn't, you know, there was nothing for the family to see. It's not a family town. It's still not thought of as a family town. So they could come by themselves. <laughs> they tried in the 90s to make it a family town. And yeah, that didn't work that out didn't well. Work out. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, it's easy. Prostitution is easy to find in Vegas. So, you know. It is? Yeah. You're, you're from, you're an Ohioan <laughs> and you're coming <laughs> into the billiard expo. Uh, you, you get know, those trading cards from those home. guys. Yeah, you leave the kids at home and find a prostitute. Yeah. Like the trading cards. Isn't that what they get on the strip? Uh, the guy's going, handing you those cards. They, they always make look, a noise? They, yeah, they always. I've never heard the noise. Yeah, they always do the noise. They're just openly handing me brochures. But they look like little, they look like little trading cards. I don't even remember. Like Yu-Gi-Oh! The... Like they should have special powers on the back. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> the vagina grip strength of this girl is a 30. <laughs> How's she doing Her this blow sucking? power is, a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty cool. Hmm. That's like a D&D gamer. What did you say? Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! That's what my oh, kids, yeah. yeah. I've, I've actually never played it. Yeah, it's like D&D &D and 
all those other games. They used to trade cards or something based on powers or uh, cards could battle each other or some shit. Yeah. Card and then games. you can win cards from the other person for whatever thing. I uh, Speaking of Vegas, I saw um, uh, Hangover 3. And was it like Hangover 2, which was almost similar to Hangover 1? <laughs> no. Um, what it didn't have that Hangover 2 had was a lot more jokes. Um, it, it's not, just they, not very funny. They didn't recycle? Yeah, they didn't recycle. And, I mean, there's a few funny bits in it. It was all right to watch because it was kind of cool to see the end of that. You, you knew all these characters. You were familiar with them. So just watching them finish up their journey was fine. But as far as like a movie that I would ever rewatch, probably not. So is that the final one? Yeah. Yeah, they're done. I don't, I can't, I was especially as unfunny as this was. And now, you know, after making three of them, I don't think you could get the cast and Todd Phillips, the director to make a fourth. It would just be like break into electric boogaloo. <laughs> just wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> And I actually shouldn't have used that example because Breaking Two Electric Book was way better than Breaking One. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, anyway, it just reminded me of Vegas because I go to Vegas, but not not very funny. Worth watching once, but not not like the first one. I'll keep that in mind. I have not watched it yet. I also I watched The Purge. I well, we talked about that. I saw the premiere of that. Yeah, the preview you saw of that. The, yeah. yeah, you saw the preview, but I hadn't. I just watched it this past week. Oh, and it's it's not bad for mm-hmm. a, a you know it's. A, it's in a house. <laughs> that's, that's what it is, right? Yeah. 90 uh, minutes in a house. I felt like the the basic story for people who don't know, the basic story of The Purge is for one night, crime is legal. For 12 hours, you can kill tw- anybody you want. Well, that's not what it is. 12 hours, crime is legal. You can do anything you oh. want. Class four and under weapons, they never describe what that is, but class four and under weapons can be used. I'm assuming that... When you move to class five, it would be like grenades and <laughs> rocket launchers and shit like that. So class four is probably guns and knives or whatever. I don't know. Nothing but automatic. I thought that's a pretty awesome premise, but that's kind of where the movie lost me is they say that all crime is legal, but then the only crime that anybody commits is murder. Like I would think according to the movie, like this is introduced in 2017. It's now 2023. So they've gone five years of this. It's pretty much eliminated the vagrants and homeless population, which is why. And there's no crime anymore. Right. Crime is down, is almost gone because you've gotten rid of all of the, most of those low lives and the unemployment. Because you can kill them. So for those who don't know, if those people who do that, the first year are dead because you can kill whoever you want. Right. So they just start slaughtering and killing vagrants. And if you're rich, you can afford the proper security measures to protect you and your family during the the that purge. Night, the purge during the night of the purge. But after so if after five years, if you've pretty much gotten rid of the homeless population, the night of the purge, you would be focusing on crimes like theft and shit well, like or that. You're, you know the boss that's pissed you off or, right. or you know yeah. Which these are all these ideas weren't really weren't explored so much in that. And there's a scene where Ethan Hawke's daughter, uh, a character, makes mention of bring her to me so I can have my way with her or something. And that reminded me, that scene alone reminded me, oh, it's not just murder. There's other things at play here. So why wouldn't it be a night of just fucking crazy rape? Well, Um, because, one, you don't really want to go out. Like, if it's the purge going on, do you want to, I mean, you and I, would we be like, okay, I'm going to lock up my house and make sure no one gets in. 
like right. Ethan Hawke does, right? I mean, that's what he does. Right. We wouldn't be out there trying to kill or rape somebody because you could be killed or raped yourself. Right. But there are people out there. Like the, the group that comes to try well, and invade the house is like 20 some people. Why they're wearing masks, I don't know. Yeah, because, what difference does it make? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, it does make a difference. Why? Because they're all the neighbors. Well, we learned that's, that's, but that's just a think, story mechanism. Yeah, but I think that's why they did it is so that but you, up to you that knew point, what neighbors it was. or If I'm going to kill you tonight, what does it matter whether you know? I want you to know what I look like. Well, I think it's the other people, though. Like, you don't. You know, your neighbor across the street. Yeah, because, you know, they, I, everyone has cameras on to be able to see what it is. So you don't want to see that, you know, but my just, next door neighbors well, who killed just just killed my 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 buddy who's my neighbor across the way. So now next purge, do I have to worry about them coming in? That They display flowers showing that they're united with the purge. It's, it seems like something that should just be acceptable. And it is interesting because, I mean, isn't and after I watched the movie and I haven't heard anybody say this, but. Isn't this basically what the Germans were doing to the Jews? They purged, right? Well, yes, they purged, but it wasn't just a twelve-hour period of time. No, so, but that—I mean, well, it's any genocide. Yes, that's that's genocide in in itself is a purge. You're getting well, rid of okay. who you think is the lower class. Yeah, they believe that the Jews were you know filthy and and uh, they don't belong to live. yeah vagrants or whatever. Mm-hmm. In this case, just in, like the, in this movie, Rwanda, what is it? The Tutsis? And sure, the, you know. Um, You're lighter color than me, so I'm better than you. Right. In the in this movie, vagrants weren't set to just be a race, but it's still the same idea. Like, these people are below us, and they have no means of defending themselves, so we're going to get rid of them. I also thought it was strange, like, the kids are basically lunatics that are trying to kill the one vagrant. And I'm sitting here going, well, these guys are, these kids are portrayed as being fucking crazy. They're psychopaths. Yeah. So 364 days a year, they're still psychopaths. <laughs> but they so, don't do anything about it until they unleash But that doesn't break. make, that makes no sense to me. Like they wait for that one day a year. So then that tells me that there are rapists out there. Oh and, yeah. And then there's the scene where he, the lead psychopath, this isn't really a spoiler, lead psychopath blows his buddy away. Just on the fly, like his buddy talks back to him. So he blows him away and then they kind of drag the body away. And I'm sitting here going, well, wouldn't, aren't there other friends or other people in the group who are like, Hey, he was my best buddy and I'm going to well, fucking they, kill you. <laughs> like, doesn't it become, that's anarchy? why you and I wouldn't go out because we would be like, someone's going to try to kill me. So yeah, but even still, in a group in the, yeah, in this group, these people, there's that's at least why 15 I wouldn't of go them. out. I, and we're not debating that. I'm just trying to figure out the logic of this group in this movie. I'm just like, well, once you kill one of your own, then the others are going to turn against uh-huh. you. So, dude, that shit ain't cool. And then, and at the end of the movie, like the sirens go off and the purge is over. And at that point, you start hearing like all the police sirens and ambulances are coming on. And I'm like, why? Isn't now it's like the day after Christmas where you just put your tree out and some and the trash <laughs> takes away. Get it so wouldn't you just the police don't need to go off. You drag the bodies to the curb and then the police come by or the morgue comes by and just loads oh, them yeah, up. But what if you didn't fully kill the person? Well, like, and that's part so of it. You have your EMS out there helping them out. Would they? Uh, the purge is over. Now they're, they're back on. Now so they're back on. So if the person isn't dead, then they would bring them they back. Have to go, yeah. Well, that and that's another problem that I have is the movie took the movie should have just said not all crime, but murder is legal. That it, that's really the premise that it should have taken. Like rape would not be legal. Theft would not be legal. Just murder. 
then things would have worked a little bit better, but still had problems because there's a point where uh, one character is mad at another character, but character A has too much integrity to kill him. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about here. But character B did something horrible to character A. Well, all right. You don't want to kill them. You can fucking blow off their kneecaps. You can make sure that they hobble for the rest <laughs> uh, ex- of their life. Exactly. And don't come back to you next purge. <laughs> like, I'm, and I'm sitting there going, so you could still, I mean, you can still do something. Because mm. all crime is legal. You can hack off all their fingers. Like, you know, you could make, you could send a message. That's right. Why Shotgun aren't you both of his hands off and uh, he's not coming after me. Yeah. He's not going to shoot me next time. So I had problems with that. I'm sitting there going, why wouldn't you do this? And then, of course, the movie suffers the big problem when it's like, Okay, now we've got you. We've got you surrounded. We are all. We all have guns. Tie them up. Why? Why would you tie? You just shoot them. You just kill them now. You don't need to tie them up. Oh, you need to tie them up because the script needs you to buy some time. Mm-hmm. It's fucking stupid. So yeah, there was a lot of shit like that that I'm like, oh, this is such a strong good idea, but in so many ways, it just fell apart. It reminded me of uh, of the bucket list a movie with like a strong, great idea, but then just didn't take it. Just didn't. If, if you're putting on your bucket list that you're going to Africa to go on a hunting safari, you don't transform it into a photo shoot. Like you've lived your entire life wanting to kill a fucking elephant. You're 70 some years old. You're going to die. You're going to fucking shoot the elephant. And I always thought that was dumb in that movie. So just don't take the characters there. Don't put the characters, give the characters desires of things like that. And then not, not follow through, right? Not follow through. And that was the same as the purge. Like just make murder legal and not rape or theft or anything else. Cause that just really complicates the shit out of anything. Cause that, I mean, that's what I, I would be like, Hey Michael, it's the night of the purge. We can fucking steal shit. We go, you know, that fucking, we can break into a bank <laughs> and it's legal. Mm-hmm. Like you could blow off the doors. Well, I guess you have to use a class four or lower. <laughs> weapon <laughs> whatever that may be whatever that may be but i'm that's where i immediately was going i'm like oh there's shit that we could steal like i don't even know what the hell it would be but it's got to be gold somewhere or something uh, yeah just, and that would be the secondary like you would all right i break into someone's house i don't need to kill them i just need to restrain them and then i could steal their shit their gold or or whatever they may have you could break into trump's house or something you get enough people together his security system, as we see in the movie, can't withstand. <laughs> That's right. Even the best security system. Right. And, and I'm thinking that, too. I'm like, well, when when they're putting up a security system to protect the I'd go the to house, a rap star's home with all their gold they have. Sure. Pull some out of their teeth. You have 12 hours. All you need is a backhoe. That's it. <laughs> A fucking that's your that's your class four weapon. A backhoe will knock down anybody's fucking gate and rip apart anybody's house. Like a a car will also, right? I was thinking that too when I'm watching that and they have all the steel, you know, all the windows and doors and all that. And I'm like, I but you look at a house, it doesn't take much to go through a house. No, the walls are not the walls are fucking wooden stucco. It it could be an axe. Those guys could have gone through with an axe. Totally. (laughs) Especially when you have twelve hours and the police aren't Mm -hmm. showing up. You could roll up in a fucking backhoe and completely open it up like a can opener. Yeah. So even if it's brick, you'd still be able to find a weak spot in the brick. And yeah, you because know, I know a lot, of, a lot of southern houses are brick, especially with a backhoe. Yeah, well, well, a backhoe, yeah, I'd be able to get in anything. So you're right, actually. A, a, you could use a bobcat with a jackhammer attachment, and you could fucking smash through just about mm-hmm. anything and get in. But even a car would hit brick, and it's going to give you a weak spot. But you can you imagine that if I 
I mean, I have 364 days to prepare. So I put up bulletproof glass around my backhoe. I can drive right it's up like to your house. It's like the Yeah, and the I can Pope-mobile just fucking start ripping your house apart, and you're firing at me. It makes no difference. I see you. I take my fucking claw and just smash <laughs> you. And then, you know, when it's time, I get out and my flak jacket and all that and enter the house now and steal your wrap gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know you can buy full body armor from that shootout in North Hollywood, right? Uh, you, well, yeah. yeah. Full body armor, except for your head. What's with that? Like, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any proper way to fully. No, they had the, they had the, they just had eye sockets or not eye sockets, but like a square thing. They had a, their full helmets on also. Are those, uh, is there a bulletproof helmet? Yeah, they had the, they still had the Kevlar around. Oh, I didn't realize. Uh, I mean, sir, it sure hurt like hell if it hit you anywhere in the head. Tika! No. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it is going to hurt. I'm sure a bolt going at that velocity is going to hurt. Yeah, even, even, right. Not going to penetrate, but when it hits you're your black jacket, it. it hurts. So anyway, what else? Well, there's the purge. Yep, there's the purge. I saw something else. Oh, I saw After Earth. Will Smith and oh, Jayden. that's a Shalomalomalom. Yeah, M. yeah M. I, I didn't want to see that just because he was and oh, it was terrible. <laughs> I think so. That's what I thought. It, was it wasn't even out very long. Absolutely terrible. Because I, I was trying to think, you know, they made a big thing of it. And then like it was out for like maybe nah. two weeks or something like that. Catastrophically terrible. This is so fucking bad. Turns out that as much as Will Smith likes to say that, uh, you know, Jaden was the best for the job. He was not. Jaden is not a good actor. <laughs> as we, and, yeah, as we've we talked learned. about that before. Like <laughs> as we learned in this movie, he is not a good actor. Um, he's a karate kid. From a directing standpoint, M. Night didn't fuck this one up. Like in, in the third <laughs> act, something weird. There wasn't some weird twist that made you go, what? Huh? So, I mean, that as far as that went. But he, I think he was just the extended arm of Mr. Smith anyway. It was being made to Mr. Smith's specs. Yeah, and even Will Will wasn't good in it. It it was it was just, it, it, there wasn't much logic used. I could see the Scientology connection in the, they have this long speech about what it is. It's, and this is unexplained total spoilers, but believe me, it's not going to ruin it for anybody. <laughs> if you haven't um, seen it now, you're not going to see it. Aliens invade earth. And I don't know why they're killing us, but they kill us and they can detect us. They can't see, they can't hear, they can't smell. They can sense our fear. That's how they kill us. So if you can, not be fearful against them. They can't detect you. They can't see you. So you can battle them. So if you're able to turn off your fears, this is called ghosting. So then there's this long statement, which is the Scientological connection of what fear is and how to turn off fear, how to control fear, and that fear is just an emotion that you give into sort of a thing. Which is... I mean, the, the whole way Scientology stance on it and the whole way that the movie takes it. I didn't realize it was a Scientologist thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Will and Jada, they're Scientologists. And, uh, so it's like Battlefield Earth? Yeah, but not as strong. I mean, it. yeah, it, this isn't based on like L. Ron's work or anything like that. It was taking a Scientology idea and then they sort of built the script around it. Hmm. And like I say, it's a, it's a solid idea that don't live your life in fear. And you can control your fear and what you're afraid of. That's a good thing to live by. There's nothing wrong with that. You should be ghosting your life. Yeah. The term they give it is ridiculous. (laughs) 
Well, where they really fuck up, especially after making that Scientology connection, is Will Smith is completely void of emotion. He he has, like, just because he can turn off fear, for some reason in the movie makes him a dick. Like, he has, he can't, he, he almost can't feel love or compassion or any understanding whatsoever. So... He's a robot? Yeah, he's very robotic, which is what people say about the Scientologists. So, and the Scientologists are always trying to fight that claim. And I'm sitting here going, Willie fucking knows that. So why aren't you just trying to be like, why isn't this character the nice guy, the good guy, the normal guy that just can control his fear? That would be a far more interesting person. The Rambo. Or at least someone. Right? The Rambo. Not the afraid Ram- of anything. Exactly. But you got it. it Rambo's perfect. It doesn't want to kill you. Rambo is perfect. But that ain't that is not the way that this is portrayed. So you don't care about him, and then by extension, you can give a shit about Jaden, who's running around trying to save Will's life, uh, which is you don't care about Will, so you don't really care about Jaden's journey. And then Jaden's bad at it, so you're, it's just so bad, it's so fucking. The movie <laughs> Skill them all off. So, and I don't know why the aliens uh, searched us for fear. And there's a lot of other fucking inexplainable things in the movie that just, I, I just so fucking dumb. This is such a dumb movie. So, so poor, just dumb. There's <laughs> nothing else we can say. No, there's nothing we can do for it, bro. <laughs> right. It's pretty Sorry. much dumb. So stay away from that. Well, all uh, right then. But Hangover 3 is worth the watch. I watched The Heat too. Melissa McCarthy. And oh Sandra yeah, that's right. That was good. That was, it was funny. It was what it was supposed to be. I mean, you know, sometimes there are things that happen for sheer convenience, um, but it's a comedy. It's supposed to, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's it's and it's it was funny and enjoyable. It was very much like Lethal Weapon with chicks. Um, and what I really dug about it was this was probably a movie written for guys and then cast as chicks. Um, <laughs> I really and, like Sandra Bullock and her like quirkiness. Oh, I do. I, I love Sandra yeah. Bullock. Um, I would totally have sex with her again. Uh, me too. Yeah. You can tag me in this time. Really? I know I had sat in the wait last time. I'm like, okay, tag me in. <laughs> you sat tag in the waiting, waiting yeah. room for those <laughs> Come 30 on. seconds. Come on. <laughs> uh, yep. So what else is new? Uh, what else? Oh, we went to SeaWorld yesterday to go to the, you know, they do it up for Christmas. <laughs> SeaWorld has like a Mickey's Adventure Christmas land. Yeah, yeah. They, have, they, have, they bring in snow and all that kind of what stuff. What do they call it at Disneyland? Mickey's Christmas Carol or Mickey's? Or- I don't know. Yeah, anyway. What does SeaWorld call it? SeaWorld Christmas? Uh, what was it? No, I was like, was it Winter Wonderland maybe? Or Winter... Uh, maybe it's... I don't know. No. So they really gave it some thought? Well, they probably did. I just didn't really pay much attention. Because there's like Knott's Scary Farm. There's Halloween Horror Nights. Well, m- there's Knott's Merry Farm also. Knott's Merry Farm yes, for Christmas. Merry Farm. What is Disneyland Christmas? Uh, I don't know. But anyway, you know, as we're there, you know, we got there about five. And, you know, there are so many kids there like ruins the experience i'm like can't these kids leave why would you take kids to sea world <laughs> strollers everywhere kids everywhere it'd be so much more fun if there weren't kids there i agree <laughs> and if you go well you went yesterday so saturday saturday yeah. well that's come on man well it's a thing for the pass holders because they just opened it up on friday so friday and saturday was a thing for the pass holders i guess we're pass holders because we're teachers and they give us passes so we go. Wait, you get free passes to SeaWorld? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty nice of them. Uh, Universal cool. Studios does that every once in a while. Like every three or four years, they'll say, hey, all, all teachers can get season passes. It doesn't cost them anything. 
It looks, it, you know, we go there and we spend money now. Otherwise, uh, I wouldn't go to SeaWorld. Yeah, the ridiculous amounts that they ask for admission are not... Uh, to go see some shows, which I've seen five years ago, ten years ago. Although Disneyland lets you bring in food and shit like that, which you do. So really, they do make... Uh, maybe they do If make Disneyland gave there. me free parking and free you know, entrance, and I would probably buy food there. Yeah, but they would still make their money back one way or another. Disneyland tickets are a hundred dollars a piece. So you, and there's and, too many kids there. There are too many kids. You and one other person, that's 200 bucks. So if you think, and then parking is 20, so $220. So if you to got in, in for free, do you think you'd spend $220 in the park? No, but no. I wouldn't, but okay. $220. How often am I going there? Well, and I think that's what they're thinking. So is, if I go there maybe once every, oh, I don't even know when the last time I go there with Sunshine Kids. Mm-hmm. I, Carrie and I haven't been there and like together and I don't know. Well, when we were there last, when right. we took you, right? And that so was a lot years ago. Yeah, but if we had see if they gave us season passes, we go there more often. Will we spend two hundred and twenty dollars? Yes, we. I, odds are yes because what do you want to do this weekend? I don't know. We got okay. season pass to go down to Disneyland. Let's go you see would, what it looks like. Yeah, but a season pass at Disneyland is like four hundred dollars. Well, no, there's actually different levels for Californians and the blockouts. I think it's right. like one seventy. I think. And you can seventy. Get, you still pay for parking. Yes. Well, uh, you can pay. I think it's like a thirty or forty dollar. I think you got to get around four hundred bucks to. Yeah, if if you get the premiere days. and there's no blackout days and you're free parking, you're ten percent off food items. Blah 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 blah. But here's the thing. If you, okay, how many visits is it going to take for Disneyland? They give you that free season pass for them to make back that $220, maybe two. So why do it? It's better to have you come once and make that $220. But I'm going to, it's going to take me twice, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go more than twice. Frankly, Disneyland is probably, uh, could raise their rates to $300 a ticket. And still do fine. It is the number one, as I do my trivia on Wednesday nights, it is the number one park in... Uh, people will come from Japan and they do, Russia everywhere. and pay $300 to go to Disneyland. I don't know that Universal and SeaWorld could get away with that shit. but No, because they're... Uh, to be honest, SeaWorld's kind of boring. I mean, it's yeah. cool to see the animals and you see them and, okay, I'm seeing them. Yeah, SeaWorld's a weird one. I mean, it's cool to Pets see Rule is really cool. Uh, the Clyde and Seymour show, yeah. which are the sea lions. Yeah. They were awesome. It's fun. And they, they had a whole thing for Christmas set up and we had, it was such a good time that the trainers broke character. It was, it was a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, even the, the Shamu one, they did a, a Christmas one, uh, which I thought was just okay. So it's going to be the same Shamu show, but they're going to have, you know, they have a big video screen behind Shamu and I'm like, Oh, it's just gonna have Christmas stuff on it. They're- but they actually had a whole thing. They had singers and, uh, saxophonists come and do Christmas carols and people throughout the audience. And it was actually fun. Good time. There's a big movement to close SeaWorld. There is. They're actually in court right now to get people back in with the orcas. Did you know that? OSHA shut them down after that orca killed right. that guy or the girl. Right. They just started court last week to fight OSHA saying that because they've lost so much money. They've lost money because the trainers can't go in with because Shemu? they say people don't want to see the show. It's boring. It is boring. But it was fun to watch the trainers go up there and jump off their noses and, you know, ride yeah. around. Yeah, it it makes so. it makes it a lot more interesting. And OK, look, I can watch a video of this thing doing but, the same thing. Yeah. But where do you draw the line? I mean, it, it's more interesting to go to a circus and watch the guy whip the lion and, you know, just jam the chair into its mouth. That doesn't mean that that's something that should be done. Or to go and watch the well, guy I, put I, his head in a I think that's different mouth. than you riding on a, a whale. Is that actually hurting it? 
I mean, no, you do, exactly. But you're, you're still in with a dangerous animal, and obviously that well, dangerous animal unleashes. So where does the monetary gain supersede? That makes the, it more fun. Why do we the, watch Jackass um, and all those other stupid The well-being things? of people. So we um, shouldn't watch football or NASCAR or any of those things either? No, it's, it's I mean, you're not, driving a car at 200 miles an I mean, hour. Sure, you, yeah. Where football, is, how, much, how many can Yeah, absolutely. And, if people, uh, if we lost, let's say we started losing, um, you know, one in five racers passed away. Or football, actually, we wear helmets now. And before that, people had problems. And, and boxing, the same thing. They don't wear helmets in boxing. Uh, the can. Olympic one, they do. No, yeah, you can't. Okay. In, you can't in, uh, Isn't it like welterweight or something that you. No, the boxing, they wear the helmets, but in the regular. Anyway, uh, but gloves changed. So, gloves did change. Yeah, gloves changed to become more. And you can't hit below the belt. So rules were put into play. In uh, this case, rules though, on the. On, unlike. On the orcas also. Well, but here's the thing. Unlike race cars and football, the orcas don't understand the rules. Well, and that's a, and, and I totally get that. <laughs> they don't but, read the laws. Okay, but, and neither does the lion or the bear. Okay, at the circus. but I'm a trainer. Do I know the risk of going in there? Yeah, but you're work. You're a trainer working for, let's say, SeaWorld, and SeaWorld wants to put you in there because they're losing money. That doesn't mean that you want to go in there because they're well, like you don't okay, get. Any, so do what you care that they're losing money? So. What do right. I do then? They're going to lose money. They're going to close down. You're going to lose your job. I get the domino effect. Or if they tell me I have to, I'm like, okay, I'll find a job doing something else. Right. How many deaths have there been? I think there's been five deaths from, from orcas. There haven't been a lot. How and many How many shows have been put on? I mean, I think this is the 30th year of SeaWorld sure. in, in San Diego. Right. So overall, mm-hmm. you know, four people dying from an animal. Uh, I mean, Bart, wasn't it Bart the bear? Wasn't he the one that killed his trainer up in Big Bear? Uh, and Bart the Bear has shown up in tons of movies. He's usually the bear that you see chasing after people. And he, I'm, and I'm not really somebody. against you on it. I, I mean, I was kind of, we were just I was exploring the other things about it, but like, well, I, I also don't agree with look with football players who are suing the NFL because they've had concussions and have brain issues. Right, that's silly. If if I'm in a sport where I'm hitting my head all the time, hmm, I'm but you get paid a lot of money to do it. Right, I I like jackass. I would probably stop and watch a guy put his head in a bear's mouth or a lion's mouth and be like, I don't see where this is going to go. <laughs> so I have no problem, you know, watching people uh, attempt to harm themselves for my entertainment. So going to SeaWorld. And I understand um, their animals. And can they turn? I mean, the, the sea lions, a sea lion could do some damage also. Is it going to? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it could. Sure. But they're allowed to play with them. Sure. I, mean, I think I, the, I know my dog who could be part pit bull. I don't oh, know, your but dog could turn. Not, yeah, but is is it a dog? I mean, she could just very well just come around and you know rip my throat out one night as I'm sleeping. The uh, I think the bigger controversy that they're facing is this movie Blackfish. Yeah, that's come out, and and uh, Anheuser Busch was did wise to get rid of uh, SeaWorld. <laughs> just in time. Oh, uh, is SeaWorld no longer part of Anheuser? Oh, Anheuser Busch sold them a couple of years ago. I didn't know that. Yeah. So is Anheuser Busch beer still all over the park? Nope. Uh, can you still drink? There you can't. You still can't drink there. I don't know if they sell Budweiser or not because I know they had craft beers. I'm trying to remember, as I so we, the, we didn't buy beer when we were there. So did you didn't. walk over to the right where the Bush uh, Museum was and the yeah, sales yeah, they're, they're no longer there. It's, it's like a there. it's a store and some other stuff. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that yeah. they got rid of them. Yep. But yeah, Blackfish 2013 documentary. I know it ran, I think it ran on Discovery Channel or something recently. Yeah, apparently it shot the stock down of whoever bought them. I forgot what it was, like 75% or something like that. Something ridiculous like the shock, 
the stock dropped in that company. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it, but a lot of people, you know, want to free the orcas and free the uh, whales. Is that the one I was watching? Oh, that may have been the one I was watching. Is that the one? Um, cause I actually at the gym and I was watching it was history or one of those channels, and they were talking about in the eighties where they'd have the orcas and they would up in Washington. Damn that Washington, the Midwest state of Washington. I'm with you. <laughs> anyway, so uh, they would get them into um, bays and kill them because I guess they were hurting the fishing industry or something like that. So it was legal to go out there like you and I could take shotguns and right. just go shoot at some orcas. Is that the know, one? I, I, decided, I didn't watch the whole thing. I was only at the gym and I'm like, oh, this is too sick and too sad. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why people would even want to do that. Like these animals that don't do anything. Well, however, the, uh, the part that I did see was interesting because up there and all the sounds, you know, like the bays are called the sounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. The males would go one direction and the mothers and babies would go under the water and go a totally different direction trying to escape, which I thought was pretty interesting. Like they knew that these boats and people were, they'd stay on top of the water and cruise mm-hmm. for the, these people to follow them while the, the mothers and babies would go under. Of course there was helicopters and they would spot them as they came right. up eventually and kill them. Depending on the size of the boat though, if the whales were really smart, they could just knock them over. They could. I don't know if that was that documentary, but uh, you say, why would people do it? I mean, that's the purge, right? It's, we can go kill a whale. Let's go kill a whale. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, whales are legal to kill. There was another documentary, The Cove, which uh, is in Japan and has to do with the same thing of killing dolphins. Uh, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah that, didn't, didn't that win? Uh, I don't know. I, I, think, I think it won an Oscar. <laughs> I didn't watch I want to say either. it did. But Blackfish. It did because I remember they, they had the big poster when they went up for the Oscar. It was Save the Dolphins or Red Tide or something. The big problem with Blackfish is if you close SeaWorld, you just kill all the animals. Oh, yeah. Like you can't release um, them. Can't? <laughs> There's no. They're wild animals. They can go be wild. No, not anymore. Be a, um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> where's, where's my food? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work that way. If you I just jump don't up, let is go. someone going to give me a, a big thing, a pail of food? Although. By keeping SeaWorld open, they have to continually breed new animals for the parks. So there's always a new Shamu. So I guess... What? It's not the same Shamu? I guess if you just, as they say, fish or cut bait, if you actually cut bait now and just slaughtered all the animals at all the water, the SeaWorld water parks, then, uh, you know, 100 years from now, I I guess it would be a better thing. I don't know. But then there's nobody, there's no organization because there's no money to take care of the animals when they do get sick and need to be re-released. Like when we had those oil spills and... Which SeaWorld does. They've spent a lot of money doing all that kind of stuff. Right. So where does that money come from? It's just the sacrifice. Like, sure, I can understand. I can sympathize with someone who feels bad for the whale that it lives in captivity. But it's well taken care of. And the sacrifice that that whale is making benefits so many other animals mm-hmm. and i don't know that people fully see or understand that no, they, they just, just see, see a corporation yeah making tons of money they see it in this i don't know was it 100 by 100 yard tank or whatever the thing is it's yeah, not right know. they're pretty big the they are big deep it's very deep too. yeah they're like that's not fair for it but you know, like you're saying it's they're sacrificing yeah i mean it's pretty much it's not like a bad sacrifice it's not like they're giving up their lives i think it's harder to fully understand the whales but the zoo has had a constant problem with the elephants and people wanting them to get rid of the elephants and send the elephants to a sanctuary and the sanctuary that the elephants would go to is in northern california it's like i don't know 200 some odd acres because people claim that elephants need to roam all the elephants that are at that sanctuary they don't roam the 200 acres 
they stay near the barn where they get fed. If I walk way out there, right. I got to walk all the way back to get food. Right. In the wild, the reason <laughs> that they, you know, cover so much acreage is because they're eating, they're grazing. They need to cover all that acreage. Yeah. And it's those same people who bitch about that are the ones who have big dogs in a small apartments. Probably. <laughs> dogs captive in general. I right. That's true. I mean, I, my dog, you know, they have the dog door and go out all the time, but you know, I imagine they should be in the wild and be able to cruise around as much as he wants. Right. I don't know. Does my dog mind? No. Where does he stay? <laughs> exactly. Usually in my bedroom. Right. <laughs> yeah. They usually stay in a very small area anyway. Yeah. Now if he's out in the back fence, pa- pacing back and forth all day, like need, but I don't think that's him or her. Sorry. They're all hers. So cool. Anyway, what else? You saw pets rule and uh, that that's cool. That wasn't Pets Rule, actually. We didn't go to... It it's actually wasn't rule, open for the... No, it's it's open. It wasn't for the Christmas program. We no. we got there late, so I think Pets, the last Pets Rule was at like three or four. It's terrible. It's the best show there. I've seen it several times. I know. So, no, we did the, the Clyde and Seymour's Christmas one, which is a lot of fun. We did see Shamu, and uh, I guess those are the only two shows. We did the Turtle Tank. You know, Carrie loves turtles. Right. So that was fun. Last week, I was at the river. It's totally off topic. Just kind of weird. One of those weird things. All right. So we're hanging out at the river, right? We, right. We're out hanging out at our at our trailer, and there's a bunch of people, and we're like, we got too loud because now is a time because now it's all the old people there. So like, you know, quiet time comes and people get mad. So it's quiet time like at eight o'clock. No, nah, it's actually eleven. I think it's quiet time. Anyway, okay. we get kicked off from our. That's trailer. probably the rule in the summer anyway. They just uh, it is actually it's yeah, yeah it's all the way yeah but no one cares during the summer because everyone's right. Home. So we get over to this place and we meet, we meet this kid and we go over to his little cottage and. That's him and his mom, and like well, kid, he's tw- like twenty five, twenty six years old. He's all excited and brings out this gun. Okay. Well, he j- he just bought it. You know, it's Arizona. Well, actually, he's in California, but he bought it in Arizona. It's a little revolver type thing, and he brings it out and he's showing it. Carrie gets upset because she doesn't like guns, so she leaves anyway. Uh, one of our, one of the guys, the bartender, we always go up and hang out with. Right. He's like, hey, I just happen to have a speed round in my jacket for that. Like, what are the odds of some guy having a gun and this other guy just having a speed round? Which speed round is hold six bullets. So when you can empty it real quick and pop it in, so oh. all your bullets automatically, instead of doing one at a time, uh-huh. it pops them all in at uh-huh. once and you load that. Right. What are the odds of like somebody just carrying the exact thing for this gun that some random guy bought? Like, who carries a speed round of bullets with them? I don't know. Because Kevin doesn't have a gun on him, he just happened to have a speed round of bullets. Okay. <laughs> just one of those random things. I thought that's really weird. It is weird, but I don't, you know, I meet you. I'm not bringing you back to my place and showing you the gun I just bought. Yeah. yeah well, that's why Carrie's like, I'm out, I'm out there of here. seems to be a lot of weirdness <laughs> happening there. Somebody's preparing for the purge. Maybe. Yeah, he's a bit odd. Mom was a bit I, odd also. I would think so. <laughs> so go on. Did you fire the gun? No, no, no. There wasn't any. No, there was no gunfire. We what the fuck does this have gun. to do with quiet time at 11 o'clock then? Well, we got busted for leave. So we left our trailer to go over to this other guy, the kid's cottage, Uh huh. which was on the same thing, but you just don't get in trouble there. The cottages. I just, I was just leaving there and meeting up with this guy and he What'd you get gun. busted for? I'm just being loud. Just, Oh, that's why you left and went to the cottage. Yeah, instead of being at ours and getting gotcha. getting a, it's not really a citation, but you know. See, I thought this was going to go that the gun got fired off. I mean, no, you, no, you no. just planted a gun. In this. I, I, I in just, I just one, said it was weird. If there's a gun in Act One, it's coming I was just back going in with Act how Three. Weird is it? Like the guy comes out with a gun, and then my buddy who doesn't have a gun just happens to have a speed round 
But what's weirder is you told the story and the gun doesn't get fired. <laughs> well, that's probably a good thing as we have, we're drinking an awful lot. It's probably a really good thing. But for the story, it would have been better if the gun got fired, fired off and, <laughs> and shot one of the donkeys. Exactly. And that would be what was causing the disturbance of the peace. So that's where I thought, let's retell this story. <laughs> let's make it up. So out at the river at 11 o'clock, no, we'll make it eight. The old people want it to be quiet. So I met this guy who had a gun and another guy who had a speed round. So we started shooting it at a trailer, not realizing that the bullets would go through the trailer <laughs> and kill the people on the inside. Because they, because they okay. had the, their trailers all had the, uh, the doors and windows on there blocked off for the purge. <laughs> right. <laughs> trailers for the purge. <laughs> yeah, that would be instantly wiped up. Well, cool. It was just one of those random things. I just thought that was just so odd. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, what else do I have? Let's see. Now, there really isn't that much, I don't think. I mean, that was our river trip. We went up there. I'm not sure if Lily liked it. My dog, she's kind of, you know, she gets up there. She doesn't eat, doesn't go to the bathroom at all. Like she went pee twice and that was How it. long were you there? Three days. Got there Friday night, left Monday. Dog didn't shit in three days? She did. She shit once on Mon- Sunday night. I think it was <laughs> Sunday night. Doesn't pee either. Like peed twice. No, three times because when she shit, she peed also. But three times. She do- doesn't eat her food. She ate people food, but not. Huh. Really weird. So you stressed her out. She didn't like it. It's weird. I don't know if it's a car ride because when she's up there, she's fine. She has a good time. She gets in the water. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what, what her deal is. Well, apparently not because she's stressed out. She's not eating and not not excreting. No. Not eating she, or excreting. Not that she usually eats anyway. Uh, why? At home, she doesn't eat much? No, she licks the bowl. Like you put food out there and she licks the bowl. She's the skinny that's, dog that's why anyway. She, that's why yeah. she's so skinny. Yeah. White and skinny. Does that... A statement on America, like that's the, the <laughs> dominant like a race or something. She's like a supermodel of dogs, right? <laughs> white, white, and white skinny. And skinny. <laughs> Somewhere there was something really racist. <laughs> no, it wasn't racist. Ah, uh, so you want to play? Would you rather? All right. Would I rather what? <laughs> would you rather have a painful pimple on the inside of your nose for a week? I've had that, or a bad cold sore for the same length of time. I'm going to go with the nose. Hmm. Why? Because people can see the cold sore? Yeah, probably. I think it's more annoying. Mm. Right, you're not going that direction. You're going Because I've had sore. the painful pimple. I've never had the cold sore, so I don't really know. Uh, Do you want herpes? I guess. Yeah, I guess the painful <laughs> pimple is the better one, right? Because the other one is you have herpes, right? Because uh-huh. you can't. There's no such thing as a cold sore without having herpes, is there? I don't think so, because I thought that was the virus that. It's just there's a difference between having genital herpes oh, yeah. and having mouth yeah, herpes. It's just, yeah, it's just a different virus. Now, if I kiss somebody who has mouth herpes, has a mouth cold sore, do I, I, then I can get one, right? I think yes. If they have the cold sore, then yes. So if I kiss someone, can I get genital herpes by kissing them? No. Okay, so it has to be through oral copulation. Can you have oral copulation with someone who has a cold sore and get herpes? I don't know. I, don't know I thought either. they're two different... Two different viruses that attach themselves to two different areas. But they're part of the same yeah. world or whatever yeah. of viruses. Yeah, I, I, I guess the pimple would be better. Uh, would you rather be hit in the face with a baseball-sized water balloon full of blue water-based paint or wake up with a four-piece wad of bubble gum stuck in your hair? I'm taking the paint. I mean, it's water-based paint, so what difference does it make? It washes off. I get hit with a water balloon. and Yeah. I mean, if it's one of those dye packs that they use in bank robberies, (laughs) that you're blue for a while. Purple for a week. Yeah, it really should be. 
Because the damage of cutting out that wad of glue from your hair is going to last. So, yeah, let's say it's that dye. So a baseball-sized thing of blue dye or a four-piece wad of bubble gum and stuck it in I don't know. I think the dye would be funnier, though, because, dude, I robbed a bank and got yeah, away with it. At least it. you got a story. It's pretty good. I, would, I took the dye over also. Would you rather dive from 20 feet high into six feet of water or from 40 feet into 10 feet of water? Well, I've done the diving from 40, like 40 feet, feet into about 10. 10. I mean, it was deeper than 10, but I don't think I went over 10 feet. So uh, when we did the cliff diving over there at the river. Yeah, I would say 40 into 10. Yeah. Because your body, I don't know. Yeah, I don't feet, think you go down 10 feet. I forget how many feet it takes for you to hit terminal velocity, but... It seems like you probably don't gain as much speed in that additional twenty feet. But I, you actually, I could actually do either because when I was a diver, you learn that you know as soon as you hit the water, you curl up into a ball and you're not going that far under. So you could actually do either. What if you stay like a torpedo? No, well, then you go down. <laughs> do the popsicle stick. <laughs> but if um, you but if you hit the water and you know uh, do the ball, it rolls you around. So you'll, get, you'll hit maybe three feet. So you used to what be, I, I would feel safer as, as doing the 40 into 10. You used yes. to be a diver? In high school, yes, I was a diver. So could you do like the jackknife and those whatever, <laughs> the, the triple lindy? I did not dive. try the triple lindy. Could you do the fancy dives? In high school, that movie had come out by that point, right? Uh, when did that come out? It was probably, was it late 80s? Yeah. Back to school. Back That's to back to school, school yeah. triple lindy. So yeah, I believe that was in the 80s. So it was probably out at the time early you were 90s. diving. So you guys... Uh, well, we did not try the triple melon, indie. Melon? Yeah, it's melon. Melon. Yeah. melon. Um, Who doesn't have bubbles in a spa? So This is bubbles. So you what? So you when you used to be a diver and that you used to wear that tiny little thing? Uh, yes, I did. So were you gay? <laughs> no. You weren't gay when you were a diver? I wasn't. Was, was any of your diving compadres gay? Uh, no. Although we have two other males. We had some few, few females. 1986 was back to school. Yeah. So when yeah. when did you graduate high school? Uh, I graduated in 88, but I quit diving probably 86 because I didn't do it my junior soft. I did oh, my So you quit just before? For the Triple Indy? Just before it came, became famous. Yeah, the, the Triple Indy. Yeah, we had Greg Lusanus out there you know, representing the divers. <laughs> Lusanus? <laughs> so he was gay? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was gay. <laughs> At least according to you guys, Lusanus. <laughs> Luganus. His name was Greg Luganus. I, I realized that. But didn't you have a guy? <laughs> no, we didn't have a guy. Oh, I thought maybe you had a, a diving no, pal no, named no. Greg and you guys called, called him Greg, Greg Lusanus. No. That would be a better story. You really need to, like, the truth <laughs> doesn't matter in these podcasts as <laughs> much it. as the story does. <laughs> Damn it, I got to make it up. Because people don't know. My wife, actually, you remember when I told the story of uh, going in front of a high school or a junior high oh, yeah. and asking kids? My <laughs> wife asked me if I did that. <laughs> yeah, duh. She actually <laughs> asked me if I did that. And then when I told her I didn't, she asked me why I would say I did that. <laughs> it was like it was funny. Because, exactly, because it's funny. <laughs> it's uh, a funny story. <laughs> And I'm sitting here looking at her and I'm like, are there other listeners out there who actually <laughs> thought I did that? Probably. I went and I said, how can I, you know, turn your daughter on, attract your daughter or whatever the fuck I said I did. Would you rather be able to watch your favorite team in the big game like you always do? Well, I guess you'll take that one. Or be prevented from watching or following the big game in any way 
in exchange for a guaranteed win by your team. See, my problem with this one is I don't, I, you know, I, I do love the Kings. I don't watch a lot of their games all the time. Right. I, if, I usually camping during the Stanley Cup when they were in it. Is it that big a deal to me? So I, let's I could go either it. way. It wouldn't matter to me either way. If you, all your teams, football, baseball, hockey, everything under the sun, if you watch them, you could continue watching them, and then they might win, they might lose. But it's guaranteed that if you don't watch any of them, they're all going to win. Nah, yeah, they'll let them win. Absolutely, because I'm going to go gamble. I'm going to go bet on them all. <laughs> That's true. If I know the outcome already. Right. Well, I know the fucking Kings are going to win tonight. <laughs> Off to the strip in Los Angeles and gamble, right? And Palm Springs, I think we were going to put it. I have a uh, would you rather Uh-oh. that isn't on this card. Going off the cuff here. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, wait. I think we have music for that, don't we? <laughs> I, I should hope so. No dead air. Um, don't lose our listeners. Although I did find out that uh, TJ and Matt really like when we talk about heaven. <laughs> Were we going to call TJ or Matt? <laughs> yeah, TJ. We're going to call TJ. I don't have his number, though. I did have a, well, heaven borrowed my car yesterday as we were gone. Uh, Let's see. It wasn't empty when I brought it back. Yeah, whatever. Would you rather okay. shave your mom's bikini line or <laughs> your father's ass? Ooh. I'm probably going to have to go bikini line because I think ass would be so take so much longer, so much more time. I don't know if I just want to go there. I, you know, I came up with this question before, so uh, I've given it a lot of thought. <laughs> And I would rather shave my dad's ass because the bikini line is going to take a lot longer. If you're shaving your mom's bikini line, you're doing it more than likely for aesthetic reasons. So you need to manicure it properly. But if you're shaving your dad's ass, it's probably more for mechanical reasons. So you could probably just get in and be like, zip, 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 done. I know, but a bikini line is just like where the bikini fits, right? So I'm not, I don't have to make the perfect landing strip or anything like that. Do I, isn't it just, uh, you know, where the bikini, you know, so you don't have the hair sticking out of the bikini. Have you ever seen an unshaved be, you know, it's like all down all over. <laughs> it's a jungle. Like yeah. it's growing out of thighs. So, kinda. so you go down there, you, you, you weed whack a little bit, you shave a little bit. You're good to go. I don't know. You know, you're I think you're down there. there. You're, you're down there you're, for a while. There's a lot more hair. If you you're watch splitting cheeks, <laughs> and I don't know. If- well, well, I would assume that either my mom or my dad would ha- give me a hand, so my dad would, you know, split the cheeks so I could do the shaving. But a little chocolate. Looking starfish. at '70s Bush, there's a lot more that needs to be mowed. There, uh, yeah. I have never. I, granted, I haven't seen a lot of ass, but I have never seen ass that looks like '70s Bush. <laughs> I mean, I think I would have come across that on the internet yeah, I, by now. I don't know. I'm sure, you know, those hairy guys, I, I bet they probably have pretty hairy Because I do not shave my ass and it doesn't look like 70s bush, or at least it doesn't feel like it back then or whatever. Because <laughs> you've looked, you've done the selfie, haven't you? Well, yeah, I've had to. We talked about that with This Is 40, where it was like, what is that? What is that? Tell me what, what's on me. I can uh, never unsee that. That's it. That's right. That image is stuck with me forever. Yeah, I, I think I would shave dad's ass. And you would take mom's bush. <laughs> I think so. I, I just think it'd be easier. I, just, I don't this know. Is, well, I'm hoping it never comes down to that. I'm hoping so, too. <laughs> this is where we fundamentally disagree. We've That's come right. to an impasse in our relationship, Michael. Uh, 
I don't know that we can ever see eye to eye on this <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, what else? Is that it? Uh, we, we wrap another week? Or? I guess. Well, I can tell a Heaven story. Let's see. Let's see what you think. Uh, okay. So Heaven asked the bar. She has a, a thing down in... Uh, Heaven currently has no automobile she, and her... She has a motorcycle. A motorcycle or the, the little scooter? Well, it's not a little scooter. Her, but she had the little scooter. Then she traded up. She bought the car. Uh, pretty much traded the car for a bigger scooter because she couldn't afford insurance on her car. So she anyway, has a scooter. So she has a car, but she wanted to go to this field trip extra credit thing down in, in Malibu. Yes. I want to take my truck because I wasn't using it. The rule on the truck is just give me the same amount of gas back. Right? Okay. Right. That makes sense. You can use my vehicle. Just make sure I have gas in it. Right. This morning I go in to help Rob move his motorcycle and my low fuel lights on. Okay. So I was a little upset about that. Okay. And she doesn't understand why. I mean, what's the rule? Make sure gas is in it. Right. Right. Even if it's not the exact same, I'm not that picky about how it'd be the exact same. However, okay. do you leave, do you, would you borrow someone's car and give it back to them with no gas? My rule is, is if I borrow your car, I return it with a full tank. That was the price I paid for using your vehicle. Well, to fill my tanks a hundred bucks. That ain't going to happen. She's, you know. Okay. But th- that's why I'm just like, you know, you, you're old enough to have, you could have your own vehicle. You could take your own vehicle, but you choose not to. Right. So you take my vehicle, just make sure. Right. Bring it, bring it back with gas. And she went from your place to Malibu, so that's uh, she puts she and she's like, I put seventeen dollars in it. I'm like, my truck gets like seventeen to twenty miles a gallon. You're right. driving at least a hundred miles to get Malibu and back. So if it's traffic. So yeah, she's got to put in like seven or eight gallons um, at four bucks a gallon. So 20, she's got to put in like twenty eight dollars. Yeah. And she wonders why she's like, and she only put in 17. Yeah. She put in seven. Well, that should still get you out of the low fuel light. So you didn't have much gas. Well, no. Well, okay. Well, so she takes, I, and I did, I knew I didn't have a lot of gas. I told her that like a, a eighth of a tank. Uh-huh. She gets from here to Malibu and has to fill up in Malibu, puts her $17 in and comes back. Oh, <laughs> okay. So she, you know, used, put in the same amount that she used to get down there. Right. But doesn't think that it's from right. the starting point. <laughs> right. So the house. So what? So she, I don't. Are you mad? Is she? Well, I told her I was upset at her because it's it. You know, if I didn't take Rob's motorcycle today to help him right. out, then I would have got in my truck tomorrow morning to and go to work. Had no gas and had no gas, and I don't leave extra time, right? Because I know there's gas in my truck and I can right. make it there. Right, you get gas at night. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, so I was a little, little upset at her. Yeah, I <laughs> So that's the latest heaven, heaven story there. Which I just don't understand why she doesn't get that. She knows that that's that's the rule. And so as, as wait a minute, older, you're saying she doesn't get it. So is she telling you that I'm she? Little, I haven't read this last text because I. That, that she feels seventeen dollars was enough gas. Apparently so. So then she just doesn't understand math, which we knew <laughs> that about heaven before, though, right? Let's see, and that's what I did. It was empty when I brought back. I thought it would be enough to. She thought it would be enough, so she understands the rule. She just doesn't understand math. <laughs> she doesn't. Well, okay. So I, I leave and I go down to Malibu. If I'm leaving my house and the low fuel light is on, I have to go get gas first. If it's not on, then I go right, down there. Right. If I come back and the low fuel light's on, well, then I don't have the same amount of gas that I left with, right? Right. I mean, had she put another 10 bucks in it, it probably would have been fine. Well, it would have right. been $27. So. Right. Uh, yeah. It's a, she still thinks. I mean, her text is, I thought it was enough. My low fuel light was on when you parked it. Right. 
How can you not realize that that's not enough? Yeah, this seems weird because you can Google the route and figure out exactly how many miles it the is. MapQuest tells you exactly. You MapQuest, whatever. You MapQuest it, Google it. That was but MapQuest, you can put in your uh, the calculate gas. Oh, okay. Uh, and then you know how many miles to the gallon your truck gets, so you can just do the math and figure out how many uh, how much money that the car needs. And mm-hmm. so she, if she put in seventeen dollars, she just simply didn't put in enough. Exactly. I mean, so she made she an got- attempt. It's not like she doesn't understand. It's she just doesn't understand the math. Yes. Right. Well, she doesn't want to spend the money. I'm sure so, because having to take my truck isn't very economical. It's not that she's a moron and doesn't understand the rule. It's that she's stupid <laughs> and doesn't understand math. <laughs> I mean, that would be it. Right? I wouldn't go that far. I love heaven. Well, I love, I love Tika <laughs> not, too. That doesn't mean that she understands the math. <laughs> Sometimes I just, I just don't understand. It just frustrates me. And I feel like I'm been getting on her lately more and more. And I hate it. So you could buy her the Elio. Oh, look at that. The E-L-I-O available at Elo Motors, E-L-I-O Motors.com. Gets 84 miles to the gallon highway. Looks like a little roadster. You sit Is it like, like a plane. You, it, so it's it's like two-seater. It's, it's like a motorcycle. And you sit back to back. Yes, you insure it like a motorcycle. You don't need a motorcycle license. You do not need a motorcycle license. Yeah, but you insure it like a motorcycle. 84 miles to the gallon. It has AC, power windows, power locks, uh, AM, FM radio, and a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty. And how much do they go for? You want to take a guess? I'm probably going to have like 50000 6800 bucks. That's it? $7,000 for the That's cheaper than a here. motorcycle. If you pre-order it, if you give them a $1,000 non-refundable deposit, it's going to be ready in 2014. They'll knock $1,500 off that price. So you can buy this car for $5,300. I'm going to buy that car. And an Are assortment you one? of color. I've really been thinking about it. I, I'm, I'm, um, for I, that price? Because like I said, a motorcycle costs you more money. Costs you more money. So and more than for, I, would, I would totally. That thing has AC. You can give them. I could ride it up to Vegas. A hundred dollar refundable deposit, and so you, that locks you in on the price at sixty eight hundred bucks. If you're afraid of taking the gamble and you just want to, you know, put in a hundred bucks, they've raised their money and all that sort of stuff. They're going. They're in production. I met the guy and actually physically saw one in Hollywood. I stopped and chatted with him, and I got his card. And then I looked at it online. And really, it shouldn't be expensive because it's nothing more than a fucking motorcycle. But motorcycles are, like I'm telling you, motorcycles are more expensive than that. If you were to go get I, a brand new motorcycle, you're spending, well, a Harley, don't, we're not even talking Harleys. We're talking like a... I understand. But motorcycles shouldn't be that expensive. And they shouldn't. Because there, it's mean, a, a dirt, fucking... You could buy a dirt bike for... It's a bicycle with a motor attached to it. That's what... And a bicycle you can get at Walmart AC for $30. That thing has AC and two seats. So, yeah, it's two-seater, AC. There's no trunk. So that's the problem really with Vegas. But you could put a roof rack on it and put luggage on the roof. Um, no, I'm sure there's I a take, way to outfit I take a do- uh, you know, duffel bag, so well, <laughs> really, it's, it's enough for me. That sits in the back with your uh, passenger. But, you know, I mean, $300, which I already own some Yakima racks, but $300 for some rat roof racks. Yeah. The weird thing that I thought about it was it only has one door, and the door is on the driver's side. Which seems strange to me. Like, we all know that it's safer to get in and out of your car on the passenger side. So why put the door on the driver's side where if you were having to put a kid in a car seat or something, you would have to bring them around to the traffic side? And the way the car is shaped, you're kind of out of traffic because it is thin. And it doesn't make a difference what side you put it on. I mean, if they switched it over to the other side because the way you seat, you're set, your tandem, 
right? Your tandem, but so getting a car matter. seat and getting a kid in and out or even a dog in and out of the back from the sidewalk yeah, but side. I, I'm just saying from their standpoint, it doesn't matter if you switch it over to the other side, it's not going to change anything, right? Because no, because I you get in know. no matter how you get in, unless, right. unless I, there's I, controls or something like that that's I, on the opposite side. I'm wondering if, no, I, I think it could be on the other side, but I'm wondering if maybe there's some DMV law that says that there has to be a driver's door. So that's why it has to be on that side. Because that's the only thing that doesn't make sense to me. Sure, the, the door should be on the other side. But whatever. It's a neat-looking car. It comes in several different colors. I mean, 84 miles of the gallon highway. $6,800. This is what really got me thinking about it. A fucking golf cart that I've wanted for a while, I mean, costs nearly that. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's not even street legal. That's just to put around my neighborhood like an idiot just because I want one. They're anticipating a five-star crash test rating. And the entire thing is made in America. It's uh, they OEM'd out the motor. I forget. He told me where, but I don't know. But they've been making motors for. A and how long, long does that go America. for? How long is there? Thousand dollar for. Probably until the thing streets. There's like, if you go to the website, there's a counter saying that like four thousand people have already pre-ordered it. I've like I say, I've actually seen it. It does exist. It's been on. It has uh, heat and AC in it. Yeah, it has heat and AC. It's been on like Good Morning America and stuff like that. So. I guess if you were afraid, if you thought that the guy was just going to completely scam you, then you you give him a hundred dollars. You got to take a hundred dollar gamble for a sixty eight hundred dollar vehicle. What's the the hundred dollars get you? How much off? The if a hundred dollars refundable deposit gets you nothing off. It just you know you, you claim one of the one. first one. Yeah, you're so you, you can know, pick the same for fifty three. Well, yeah, fifty three hundred dollars if you wanted. If you gave him a thousand dollars, if you give him a grand, then they knock fifteen hundred bucks off of the price. Which is uh, that's tempting, <laughs> because even I, you know, going down to San Diego to go see Daniel or whatever, take one of those things, and I mean, Carrie's car gets thirty, which is good. It looks like a little roadster. It looks fun as shit to drive. They're now up to number of current reservations is fifty one hundred and forty eight. So how long? If I put my thousand dollars down, they're expecting to deliver in twenty fourteen. So I figure at the end of twenty fourteen, you know, everything takes longer. New cars come out in the fall anyway. They take credit cards. So figure it's a year away. I bet they do. So I put thousand dollars on my credit card. I go ahead and bankrupt. I still get fifteen hundred dollars off. Are you planning to go bankrupt? <laughs> no, that's just, so so I put a thousand dollars down that takes it down to fifty three hundred. But I've already put a thousand dollars on it, right? So that means I'm only I only owe $4,300 at the end of it. All right. So if you want your deposit refundable, which let's face it, if the company, if the whole thing is a scam, you're not getting your money back anyway. So a refundable deposit seems stupid because if this is bullshit, you ain't getting your money. It's, you don't get anything. It's just a, you can make a reservation between 100, 250, 500, and 1,000. And that's refundable and says non-upgradable. I don't know why you would give them $1,000 or refundable you get nothing out of it you might as well just give them a hundred bucks there's no incentive to give them a thousand but if you uh, give them a hundred dollars non-refundable then you get a hundred and fifty dollars off the final sale and that's upgradable meaning that before the car reaches the market you could upgrade to the 250 price which would get you 375 off or upgrade to the 500 which would get you 750 off or upgrade to the $1,000, which gets you $1,500 off of the price. So $100 down gets you $150 off the price. So $6,800 becomes 
67, 60, yeah, 6650 for that car by just giving them a hundred bucks. And like I say, there's no incentive to give them yeah. a refundable one because if, if you, they yeah. croak and never make the car, you ain't getting your money no matter what. You said if you do give them the thousand minus the fifteen hundred they gave you, so it's a fifty three hundred dollar car, but you yep. only owe forty three hundred on it when it when it's ready. Oh, um, yeah, because you've already given them a thousand dollars. So yeah, the fifty three hundred becomes forty three hundred. Yeah. In a year from now when it's actually ready. And they say that they are going to have uh, finance options. So so you yeah. finance 4500 for or 4800 for five years, so your payment is like 50 bucks. <laughs> I doubt you could probably, you're probably looking at a four-year finance at the longest. Okay, so four-year finance, mm-hmm. it, you know, you're still looking at $99 a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still going to be cheap. Yeah. I might, so I, might, I might do this. It's available at eliomotors.com. There's a bunch of pictures. They've got like different videos and crash what test ratings of and shit like that. Is there um, a deal? I don't believe so. Damn it. But uh, there's there's the blue Elio. That's pretty nice. This is great radio. It is fantastic. <laughs> if you pay attention to these photos, though, uh, these are simply all the same Elio and it's just been photoshopped, <laughs> photoshopped in different, different colors. colors. <laughs> there really aren't that many Elios in existence. That is the one that's in existence, or at least the one I saw, the silver one. And I bet they just have the the single one. Engines in the front, two wheels in the front, and one wheel in the back. AC. Weird that it has an AM FM radio, but it doesn't say anything. This is my biggest upgrade. Is there an iPod <laughs> hookup? Like I don't need a CD, but I need just give me some an sort of MP3. Yeah. yeah, just need an auxiliary cable. <laughs> I need some sort of cable because I don't want to do that fucking bullshit with the uh, transmitting through FM. Yeah. So yeah, it looks like a little roadster. That was the other thing that really got me that I started thinking about it was I'm just thinking about it for like it, I've like wanted a twenty three. We went down to San Diego yesterday. It would have been you know, sure three gallons of gas. Yeah. <laughs> I've wanted a bucket tea forever. So I thought, well, this looks sort of like a, a little roadster. I don't know. A little updated. I might do it. Did you want your card back? Uh if you want to take it home and you know show it to carry them. I might, because it's that price is just such a great price. Yeah. I met and the overall owner. Overall, in gas, it's going to save me money. I met the owner. I mean, I, you know, the only thing that I think is is that it's a total fucking scam. But they've, you know, they're making the rounds. They've made you know money. I mean, fifty. If it's a total scam and they're at what five thousand pre orders, let's say, and each one of those gave them a thousand bucks. That's what uh, fifty five hundred. That's five million bucks. So I mean, it could conceivably be a crazy scam. Uh, but you know, it's hundred it bucks. What if it isn't? What if it isn't? Well, on the other side of it, if it isn't, when it goes into production, I don't know why it would be more than that. Like they're not saying that that after that when the vehicle releases, I bet they'll go up in price. I would think so. I I, I would think that Something the demand, with AC and all that, and if you have it's like just said, straight up motorcycles demand. cost a hell of a lot more than that. I mean, even if it didn't have AC, even if the thing. Even if you got it and it barely fucking ran and you had to, you know, get your own motorcycle engine and do work to it, it's still not a bad deal. Like, no, that's just the, the thing. whole frame and all that together? $6,800 seems just, I don't and know. I'm assuming it's like a motorcycle engine. And those things, those aluminum engines are pretty much bulletproof. But you go back to when the Yugo came out and you could buy those things for like $3,000, $4,000. Everybody thought, oh, this is, what are you kidding me? That, But it makes sense. Why should you pay more for a car? The Yugo, I don't really know why it wasn't successful here. It wasn't ever meant to be like a long-term car. It's a disposable car. Yeah. You buy it for $4,000, you use it for, you know, 100,000 miles, and you buy another one. Do you watch Johnny and Mona? They're all over that. <laughs> they are. Uh, and that's probably the funniest <laughs> bit in Johnny and Mona that 
<laughs> the Yugo, the police force has a Yugo. But, I, you know, someone successfully made a 4,000. I don't even, did that thing have air? Probably did. I, I don't know. Yeah, it was back then. I don't know. So why not? Why not make another I will check it out. So there you go. This podcast brought to you by heliomotors.com. <laughs> That's right. We should ask them. <laughs> you want to sponsor us? Yeah. They're like, we're a scam. But thanks for getting three more people to buy Elios for us. All right. So uh, I'm Vince Roca. And I'm Michael Hutchinson. And uh, for more on the podcast, visit getconvinced.com.